0: So, this is going to be kind of a weird one because I think we are going to do a special about this, but we haven't talked about it on the show at all because I don't think either of us was aware of it until very recently. This very short treks thing—have you done much uh, I, research yeah, about no, this? I yeah,
1: no. Since you you told me about that, but I haven't gone and like looked into into what it is. But
0: so, uh, very short treks is a non-canon, I guess. Interesting. A series of like uh, animated shorts that I think are all like done in the style of. Star Trek the Animated series, so I thought it was kind of apropos that we talk about it today because they're doing it. Is it?
1: Because I I assume, uh, Filmation no longer exists.
0: No, it's someone doing it kind of in that style. I think, I think sort of, you know, almost in the way that, like, kind of the ambiguously gay duo stuff from, like, the SNL was kind of, like, done in the style of that old, those old animations, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Um,. So I think there's been, I think they're going to do eight of them. I think there's been five so far. So if we do the special, we'll see. I want to get uh, Caitlin to call back to do the special with us. We'll see if that.
1: that Yeah, we had a lot of fun on that last one.
0: Yes. It's um, interesting
1: that this one they're just straight up saying is non-canon. Because Short Treks is still considered to be canon, right?
0: Yeah. It's funny. Although, you know, the animated series is arguably. is
1: also canon, right?
0: Well, I think it's been more folded in now, but for a while, it was kind of considered to be not canon. Uh, mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, they've got a lot of people from the actual shows doing the voices, like uh, it's according to, to Memory Alpha, uh, Frakes is in an episode, and Celia Rose Gooding is in an episode, and uh, Doug Jones, Gates McFadden, Ethan Peck, Armin Shiverman, George Takei, uh, Noel Wells are all on different episodes, so oh, oh wow. Con- uh, Connor Trainier, uh, gl- good that we can have uh, a trip back. Um, in <laughs> but yeah, uh, so actually there's only five episodes, and so there's only been a few out. But I think okay. um, there's going to be a couple more here coming up, and uh, yeah, so it might be a short little special, uh, not not quite as long as the episode on short tracks that we did, because I think all the episodes are like really really small. And there's fewer of them, but... Okay, um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so... I don't know how that works, uh, because... I mean, I assume this stuff was all produced pre-Strike, but also, like, animation is different. Like, the I don't know how the, the acting works. Yeah, I've always... Tr- like, I've
1: tried to look into that, of, like, how... voice acting contracts are. Because... Because the, the
0: writers they, are different. The, the writers are not in... in that, for that, that, animated stuff yeah mm-hmm.
1: okay and i think it's i think like for i think i want to say that like you know a lot of like animation or voice acting like most you know most of them are still sag talent because yeah. a lot of people do both but i think the the contract like the like agreement between sag and and again like i might be way off base with this but I know that this is the case with a lot of like with video games and that kind of thing, where like there's still an agreement with SAG, but that agreement is not what's um, like currently under negotiation or dispute or whatever.
0: Right, right. Um, but so yeah, I don't I'm know if
1: the animations the same way, but it it might be if this is coming out, and I guess like Lower Decks is still coming out too. Although the Lower Decks may have already.
0: Lower De- has to have been done in previous, though I would assume. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, uh, have you watched any Lower Decks yet? Uh, the new season of Lower Decks.
1: No, I still haven't. I was still in Lisa yesterday. We should. We need
0: okay. to jump on that because pretty good pretty good uh
1: it's i I do love that show so
0: yeah we'll we'll get there soon (laughs) (laughs) hi everybody and welcome to out of contracts the show where two guys who have seen part of star trek try to watch all of it in no particular order i'm ryan howard
1: and i'm pretty jungle
0: and today we are talking about the Survivor, uh, yes. Star Trek The Apparently, anime-
1: not to be confused with The Survivors.
0: Yeah. Well, which there's is a one
1: episode with a similar title.
0: Well, there's only one Survivor in this, and although actually there's only no Survivors in this. Uh, as it turns out, that's the twist. Yeah, uh, spoilers. But um, yeah, this is uh, Star Trek The Animated Series, we're doing another animated series episode, uh, season one, episode six, written by James uh, Schmirr. Schmirr, I think? And directed as all of the season one uh, animated series episodes are by Hal Sutherland. This is probably the shortest ever Memory Alpha synopsis I've ever seen for any Star Trek episode, which is just the Enterprise finds a long lost explorer. Uh, and that's, yeah. which, is, which isn't even true. That's not even what happens in the episode. I was <laughs> um, looking up uh, James Schmerer. So yeah, for,
1: looks like too, it looks like this was the only episode he wrote for Star Trek.
0: Yeah, it looks like because a lot of the people who worked on the animated series are like people who worked on Filmation or like Nirvana stuff. Not, but it doesn't only really look like that was this thing either. He just is yeah, like he just did like a bunch, a different bunch different of things.
1: television. It looks like he did like yep, TJ Hooker, MacGyver, Chips.
0: Yeah. So, I I gotta say. So, we've been doing, we've done a few animated series episodes, and I think this is what our third one or our fourth one?
1: I, yeah, either. It, I'm trying to I think. I third it one. It feels only. like it might be our fourth, but I can't remember what the other one would have been. Because we did The Magics of Megas 2, and then we just did Once Upon a Planet, but I can't yeah. remember if we had another one in the middle there.
0: I think that's it. I don't remember. And, uh, my recollection when I, because I've watched all these episodes, all these many years ago and my recollection of them was that like the, it was like fine but like not great in there but there's like one good episode and uh which is not the episode any of the episodes we've watched but the last episode was very silly but I would say like I liked this episode and I liked I like Magic's Magic of Megas 2 a lot like Magic so I'm was so fun yeah and I, I thought was this was great. I I liked this episode more than I thought I was going to um because it kind of starts out as like being a very, very basic uh, thing, but then like by the sure. end, yeah. like there is a little bit more to it that I was kind of like, oh, like this is something. Like this is like they figured out a way to make this Star Trek not only in in plot but in theme, you know, which I kind of appreciated. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, though, I uh, yeah, want you take us into this uh, to this episode, this little thirty-minute thing.
1: Yeah, so this, I'm actually trying to remember how this starts, which apparently so is the, because the Memory Alpha article also feels like it's just, like, missing a chunk at the beginning. Yeah. Because it just starts with, the vessel is registered to Carter Winston.
0: Yeah, so, they... they, Do
1: they they get, like, a distress signal, or just, like, find...
0: I think they they find the ship, I think it's just floating, I think, is my recollection anyway.
1: Or he's, like, on a planet, maybe? I forget.
0: No, he's on a ship. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, There's
1: like, there's a life sign on it. And they're.
0: And then they. I do. I do like that. They have to. They're like, well, before you, we say that you are this guy, this famous rich uh, philanthropist, you have to give us your identity tapes. And then Spock is like, this is a real thing that we have to do all the time. And I was like, I've never, never heard them do this before. I don't think it is. (laughs) Wait. Oh, but it says that, look, uh, if you look up identity tape, identification tape on Memory Alpha, they do use it at least once in, they use it in Court Martial and in Dagger of the Mind, it looks like. Um, Oh, really? Interesting.
1: So. So it really is just a, a Roddenberry thing, apparently.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think... We
1: still have social security numbers in the future.
0: Yeah, the last time... Well, it says it included data such as fingerprints and voice print, as well as information on licenses and registration. So probably it's it's just like there's a lot of people in space, and sometimes they can be impersonated. So, you know, uh-huh. you have to like have this to make sure that you're you. Um,
1: it seems like a good idea. Clearly ineffective, though, <laughs> in this case. Right? Well, I will say that that's... Like,
0: that's one thing about this episode that I don't love is that, like, uh, they kind of make McCoy, like, a dunce a little bit in this episode,
1: <laughs> because... He's just like, there's something weird about this guy. I don't know what
0: it could be. Right, because well, he's like, first he's like, why would you... That's so rude to ask someone for their identity, identity tapes. <laughs> and then Spock's yeah. like, well, why do we have them if we're not going to ask people for them? Yeah, and then he, like, he's... Well, he we, we he get does to do, it, like,
1: but. a medical check on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, he... It seems like he's not human, but that can't be right. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, as I think.
0: He's like, I've never seen this in a human being before. Um,
1: yeah. But yeah, the kind of sort of background that they give is that Carter Winston was this like famous explorer or like
0: d- he's a, rich person. He's a trader of some kind. He's like, a, he's like an entrepreneur who then spends his money to help the Federation,
1: yeah. So he's like space Howard Hughes.
0: Yeah. I guess. Um When he pees in jars, then you can just put them into the, into the, the replicator and then just like have them be, uh, <laughs> right. Reprocess. That's yeah, what they do anyway. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, but he had, he had gone missing.
0: I, Five years before, I think. Yeah. Um, and they, they thought he was dead, basically. And then he yeah, comes back.
1: Yeah, everyone thought he was dead. Including his fiance, who is on the Enterprise, who they kind of introduced pretty early on, who's this lieutenant, uh, played by Nichelle Nichols, interestingly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, even though Uhura isn't in the episode, she plays Lieutenant Ann Norrid, um, who was like engaged to him, and then he had disappeared. And when the, she kind of first like sees him again, she's like, oh carter and he's like oh we definitely can't go back to being engaged i'm sorry
0: so i will i this is i was this is the kind of the first little bit that i it's it's i like it in the context of like where the episode goes is that like he kind of like he's like i can't we can't be together but then he's like he seems like like genuinely like very sorry like like he like he, he's like
1: yeah like he knows that that hurts her and like doesn't that's not
0: something he wants to do he's like i see but he's like i'm sorry but i can't i can't do this like, like 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 it i you know it and it would be better for you to just not and it's like it, it sounds like what he's saying is very cruel but then but like it is
1: yeah it does it is one of those things that then like the way it's done is kind of consistent and, like, paid off when you look back on it at, yeah. by how in- things end up turning out. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, and then there was something else. Oh, this is also the point where we find out that Bones has a daughter? Is that a thing that, like, is... Like, is that canon and I just didn't realize it? Because uh, he says something, like, when they're like first talking about him or first meet him, he's like, oh, yeah, my daughter did, like, a, a internship with him or something like that
0: yeah I'm clicking on'm clicking on his name I'm real for it to see if he canonically has a daughter i mean I assume I do think that like this show is now canon um so Joanna McCoy says' so his daughter and looks like she's only mentioned in this episode um that's the only time that they've ever talked about it
1: yeah oh, I guess they had like other plans for it and then they kept like planning to have her in episodes and she just
0: <laughs> Gene wanted to, the Kirk to date her. Gene, you're such a uh, horny old guy. But yeah, they wanted to have her appear a couple times, so interesting. Uh,
1: but yeah, that was one of those, like, he, he just kind of like offhandedly mentions it. And I was just like, did we know this? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and so then, like you said, they check him out in sickbay and McCoy's like, something's kind of off, but like it must be a problem with the the equipment or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Carter Winston goes into Kirk's like ready room to talk to him. And, th- but then I can't remember, does he turn into the octopus thing and then knock him out? Or does yeah. he just, like, yeah, he
0: turns into the octopus thing. Cause okay. there's a, I'm probably going to use it as the episode image. Like there's this very funny looking thing of him, have him turning into the octopus. And then, and he kind of like, Sort of, like, gently wraps his tentacle around Kirk's neck, and then Kirk passes out, like...
1: (laughs) Yeah, because he... So, basically, he turns into this form of this alien that's, like, floating, like, tentacle Mm -hmm. monster alien thing. But then will, like, reach out its tentacles and can essentially Vulcan neck pinch people with a tentacle. Yeah. Um, But it is just sort of this, like, tentacle kind of, like, draping over or, like, up to somebody's, like, neck or shoulder... Um,
0: the uh, it does seem like a difference though between uh, this and the n- Vulcan uh, nerve pinch is that like it seems like pe- nobody knows that he's doing that, b- where like because like they keep on waking up and they'd be like,
1: yeah, they're just like, well, I think I like fell asleep for a while and yeah, don't really remember what happened.
0: Um, this is something where I would say that like the you know obviously like the the animation for this is not uh like good. Like, like, for the show. But it's, like, kind of what we were talking about last time, where it's, like, I do like some of the aesthetics still, like, of, like, I, I liked in the last episode, like, that kind of weird control room where the computer was and stuff. And it's, like, I do kind of love the way this octopus thing looks. It's just, because it just, like, it looks like nothing else. Like, you'll never, you, you like, you just won't see this kind of animation, because it's not very good, really. But, like, it's just, I don't know. There's just, like, some. Yeah. There's just kind of very. Floating.
1: And then, it, like, two of it, like, a few of its tentacles are just kind of, like waving back and forth in the air whenever you see it
0: yeah it, it almost like the the kind of jankiness of it adds to the eeriness almost in a way i don't know like uh yeah i'm kind of no, i agree it. i
1: really liked the the look of it yeah yeah it is interesting how like filmation, like yeah some of the things are and i'm sure it i think probably what it is is it's it's not necessarily that they were like bad artists it's just that they did a lot of like cutting corners to make things cheaply and quickly
0: yeah a lot of reuse because i
1: think most of the stuff is like it's reused shots or it's like you can very clearly see the like fiberglass plates like sliding in front of each other to, yeah like, some glare off of them and stuff sometimes but yeah but like i i think a lot of the the kind of unique like design that they do is very cool or like i think a lot of like they're like sort of background shots or like. Like the planet, like I remember our Magics of Megas too. Like the planet just looked so cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. It's, it's, I don't know. I, I was, I was charmed for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then this is kind of the part where like, because at first it just kind of seems like the first couple times because he because he also does this to McCoy as well I believe right pretty soon after this he yes. and, and yeah McCoy, McCoy is just like I guess I was napping on the ground like and, <laughs> and then <laughs> right. Spock, Spock is like uh, no you weren't like that's a stupid thing to say <laughs> but yeah. um,
1: I also because because like so he first he turns into Kirk and like goes up to the bridge as Kirk and like gives an order to fly into the Romulan neutral zone yep and kind of gets like snippy with. Sulu when he's like, I don't think we can do that, sir. Um, Kirk's just like, I gave you an order.
0: Because he's saying that basically that, that Carter Winston told him that there's a planet in need over here. And so it's like, he's, it's, yeah, it, that's, that's, that's his word is good enough, you know, to,
1: yeah. And then, yeah. And then he goes back and does the same thing to McCoy. And then, because then when Kirk and Spock wake up... Or Kirk wakes up and comes to the bridge. And he's like, why are we in the neutral zone? And they're like, you told us to. And they're like, something's going on. So they go down to talk to McCoy. And, and when they're talking to Carter Winston as McCoy, I forget... I, and I really loved this bit of characterization, too. Because essentially the way they figure out that something's wrong is they, like, talk to him and ask him... He tells them about, like, the readings or something like that. And kirk's like do you do you think you could have made a mistake and mccoy's like i mean it's always possible i could have made a mistake (laughs) kirk and spock are both just like mccoy would never say that yeah (laughs) and they do it's like an immediate tip-off yeah he like thinks it's possible he could have made a mistake instead of just like getting angry and defensive
0: yeah that's a good point yeah then they find him but then then they walk back out to sickbay and for some reason carter winston has not escaped but he has instead turned into a bed uh (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Which then Kirk exposes him by threatening to pour acid on this bed, which I was very amused by. Yeah. It's like, okay, all right, you got me, you know?
1: Yeah. Also, it's also another moment, I feel like, where, again, like, McCoy kind of looks like the idiot, because... Kirk's the one who's like something's wrong in this room. There are too many beds, and McCoy's just like, "I don't know what you're talking." Well, about. Yeah, I think yeah. There's think, always been three beds in my
0: sick bay. Yeah, I think McCoy says like, "Oh, you're right. I didn't notice that," or something like he says some line that's basically like, "Yeah, I'm a dumbass." Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we might have be been saying some of this out of order, but it doesn't really matter. Like, because so th- at this point, like, this is when I start to get really interested in the episode because it kind of like. It turns out that the plot is, like, a little bit more complicated than just, like, there's an alien and he's
1: pretending pretending to to be other people and
0: hurting them. It's like there's... Because there's, like, actually, he's been uh, being used by the Romulans to... Yeah, I did find that
1: to be a really interesting kind of twist to it. Because, yeah, they... As they're, like, going through the neutral zone, these two Romulan ships kind of come on them and are like, you're violating the neutral zone treaties, that means we get to essentially, like, impound the Enterprise. And I think, like, at this point, they already know that this guy was a shapeshifter, and Kirk kind of figures out, like, there's no way that these two ships could have found us this quick unless they knew we were going to be here. And Mm -hmm. so he kind of pieces together that, um, that Carter Winston was, like, a spy working for the Romulans to make this happen to make the ship go into the neutral zone and then the romulans would get the enterprise out of it
0: yeah but then carter Winston, uh what's his actual name is he, does he have a name
1: i don't know that they ever say what
0: because the race he has a race he's what,
1: like the he's a vendorian yeah yeah i don't know what they if he's ever given like a name
0: yeah, so the Vendorian he he kind of escapes, and then there's they kind of chase him through the the area, keeps turning different people, and uh, Anne knows that he's that he's not Carter Winston, but she still can't shoot him, which is I think that's probably the worst part of the episode. You know, she's like, I c- I knew he had to be the intruder, Captain, but I couldn't harm the image of the man I loved. Yeah, like, Lieutenant, he is not the man you love. Carter Winston is dead. I know that too. Now that 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 part's pretty bad.
1: Uh, yeah, for
0: sure. Um. But then like it turns out there's also And then he like cuz he sabotages the shields. This I loved this. This well no he doesn't sabotage that's the thing. He doesn't sabotage the shields. There is a Romulan spy aboard as well. And the Romulan spy sabotages the shields so that they he basically removes like the part that they need to make the the deflector shields turn on. And so then they're about to get attacked and like destroyed by the or or at least disabled by the the Romulan ship, and then it their shield works because the Vendorian turns into the part that they need and installs himself into the ship temporarily, so their shields will work. Yeah, it's make which the is shields work again. which is great. I love that. That's that's because uh, because they, and they've already kind of established that because they're like he can turn into things that are the basic shape and weight, and so it's like he's already turned yeah, into like a I think bed, it's like,
1: cons- like a conservation of mass thing, where as long as he has like the same amount of mass. He can be anything because he turns into the bed. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, because he turns into the bed. Yeah. So then they're like, well, he's already turned to this bed. and Then he turns into the thing, which I was like, that's great. That's that's I I really like that. Like, and basically, it turns out that like he feels, he feels bad. He's like, I was not on Vendoria. Like, I was not a particularly useful person. Like, people didn't like me very much, and so I was. I, be- I started working with the Rhymelons because they had something I could do. He's like, I wanted to feel yeah. useful. But then he also – he the reason why he knows Carter Winston is because he – Carter Winston did crash land on their planet and die. But he took care of him and he was like yeah, – he was a nice guy. And so, like, you know, I kind of, you know, gained a lot of, like, respect for, for you, Anne. And, like, I, you know, I felt bad doing this stuff. And it's just like – Yeah, and I think he
1: says that, like, the more – it's either the more time they spend, like, with someone or the more time they, like, take someone's form, they start to, like, you know, kind of, like, take on their, like, their feelings or their personality. Um, because that that's why, like, he also, like, still had a lot of feelings about Anne because he had kind of, like, been carter winston for so long or or just because he had been like with him or so close to him that he had kind of taken some of that onto himself
0: yeah and uh i just i don't know i really liked that like the twist of it's just like he's just like a nice guy who got into some like bad circumstances yeah it was
1: being like t- used by the romulans and,
0: and then he has like this kind of redemptive arc where they're like well you have to go to trial but like well we'll consider that you did help us out and yeah. and then maybe he's going to date uh, Anne, which is, that's pretty weird. But that's, it kind of seems like, he's like, you could never love me, a weird octopus man. And she's like, I don't know, maybe. Like, we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> she, like,
1: Yeah, she does. I mean,
0: <laughs> everybody's into something. And it has a great ending, too, which is that it, it feels like usually, like, Spock kind of ends up being the butt of the joke at the end of these episodes where, like, the three main guys all joke around, you know, at the end. Yeah,
1: like, make some little, like, yeah.
0: But but he actually gets the last word in this one, because, because McCoy says, well, if he turned into a second Spock, it would have been too much to take. And then Spock says, perhaps, but then two Dr. McCoys just might bring the level of medical efficiency on this ship up to acceptable levels. <laughs> right. It's so pretty a pretty ecstatic. sick burn for for Spock. Uh I don't know, like, yeah. this, I, I, this is a fun one. I, I, I really, I just thought it was, like, pretty fun, and... Um, like I don't know, it's like it's very simple, but like a little bit more complex than it would need to be. And it also just like I don't know, it it just it's just a there's a little bit of a heart to it too. I don't know. A nice little compact yeah, episode no, it of was, Kids TV. It,
1: it does very much feel just like a good episode of Star Trek. Really. Mm-hmm. Like solid. Yep.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I'm I don't know, pretty pretty uh pretty into this one. Um yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is kind of a short episode, which is, you know, it's okay. They don't have to be long. There's not like a ton to say about it. Like, like it's, it's just like, it is what it is. Like, it's, it's very, it's very, yeah. Light. I mean, I
1: think our animated ones are always a little short, just because the, well, the sort of subject is so, is shorter t- as well. Yeah.
0: At least I don't know how long Megus Mag- Two was. At least that was a little longer because we had a lot of metaphysical questions about like uh, Satan existing and <laughs> what
1: it means that Satan exists. Yeah. yeah.
0: But uh, it's just
1: kind of a fun dude
0: yeah anyway um yeah but yeah i don't know i don't think we have to really belabor the point on this one um yeah so you think you're ready for listening uh, we're gonna be back in a couple weeks with um ds9 season three episode 21 called the die is cast now, you might uh, recognize this from, I think, about 10... Or, well, probably when this episode comes out. About a year ago, we did uh, wow. <laughs> we did the previous episode to this, which was... Because this is part two of two. The previous episode was called um, Improbable Cause. Uh, so that's back about a year ago on the feed. You can watch that episode, too, and listen to that episode. And then you can uh, watch this episode and listen to this episode. But yeah, that's, two, that's the second part of that. So uh, season three, episode 21 of DS9 uh you can also check us out on twitter at uh contracts you can follow us on youtube at out of contracts you can go to our website at out of com, or you can email us at contracts at gmail.com i did finally get a uh a blue sky account so uh when i do start getting oh, okay. invite codes and be all maybe i'll make a little invite code for for the out of contracts show contract show and put something up on there but not not yet um and you can also check out the other shows on the Kaleidoscope Media Podcast Network. There's Here's Johnny, which is a horror media podcast. There's That Sound of Science Works, which is a science and pop culture podcast. And there is Wizard Studies, which is a Harry Potter podcast. So yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you, everybody, for listening.
1: Thanks, everyone. Bye.